0: You're listening to Irrepressible. I'm your host, Maddie Burrish, bringing you our fourth episode. This podcast exists to feature conversations with women who are learning to thrive in the midst of physical limitations. As they take on outdoor adventure, creative pursuits, and more, they are choosing to embrace obstacles not as hindrances, but as opportunities. I hope that these stories will inspire, encourage, and remind us that we are not alone. Through the ups and downs of life, having the support of people who believe in me with each new step and each new chapter has been huge. There will always be unexpected twists in the road, but it makes all the difference to know that there are people beside me to share the load. This episode's guest, Shay Kessner, is a photographer and writer who has embraced community and learned to see things from a different perspective. As she walks through the day-to-day with type 1 diabetes and other chronic illness, Shay is finding joy in sharing her story and encouragement with others. I hope that you will enjoy this conversation with her as much as I did. We'd love to hear a little bit about who you are. Can you tell us sort of where you're from, where you are now, and where you're going?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So um, I grew up in northern Colorado, and that's where I still live. And I have been a professional photographer for um, coming up on nine years, which is crazy. Um, So yeah, really have spent a lot of time um, in the commercial aspect of photography with brands and businesses, um, large scale events and weddings and engagements and families and pretty much everything on that aspect. and I recently stepped away from a position at a company where I was doing photography, and I started to do it um, with my own business. So that is a whole new aspect of it for me um, that is proving to be mostly exciting and somewhat challenging. <laughs> um, but what's fun is that it's the same skill that I have loved for almost a decade. So um, it's still really fun for me and honestly, it's kind of putting a little bit of new life back into it for me, um, with starting it on my own, so that's been really fun, and that's where I'm at these days.
0: Awesome, and I originally found you, I think, on Instagram because of your photography, and I would say probably many people know you for your photography and sort of for your bright outlook on life. When did you discover your love for being behind the camera?
1: I actually love to recall this story because I think it happened kind of backwards. Um, I actually got a job um, at the company um, that I worked for up until recently. Um, I just started as an editor Um, and I came on with very little experience, uh, but my boss was in a spot where he like needed help. And and so he took it, even though I didn't really have a lot to offer. Um, And over time when I was spending time, you know, just working on that, The post-production side of the photos, um, I just kind of became fascinated with the technical side of how photography worked. And so I went and um, with a little bit of uh, steering me in the right direction from my boss, I pretty much taught myself um, everything about the camera and how to use it and what way to shoot. And like I said, I had a lot of mentorship um, from my boss at that point, but it was like Basically, a self-taught. Um, I just really wanted to know. Like, it was fascinating to watch. Like, all these photos come into my workflow when I was editing, and then I was like, oh, I want to be able to do that. Like, I want to be able to take something like that. And so, spent some time with the camera, got some quality time in, and um, have been nonstop learning since then.
0: Yeah, and you uh, live out in Colorado. You've done a lot of different um, types of photography, like professionally and just uh, because you love it. What's Mm -hmm. your favorite thing to shoot? What really gets you going when you're out um, taking photos?
1: That is a tough question to answer. (laughs) I think um, it has really evolved for me over the years. I really do love the work that I do with people. And I think that um, people for me are like, and I know that's so broad, but people for me are, it's just so exciting to photograph people because everyone's so different. Um, but I think I've really come to realize that my true love in photography is actually product work, um, with brands doing, you know, uh, lifestyle shoots for whatever kind of product they're selling or marketing, um, and working with someone to, yeah, like spruce up their website or get their Instagram grid looking really good or something like that. I think I've just kind of realized that that's my like sweet spot of like, I I really do, Um, enjoy that part of it. And I think I always love working with people also, but it's not like one or the other, but I think I've kind of realized that's kind of my preferred spot. Um, you know, I've really pulled back from doing a lot of, I used used to be really wedding heavy and, and I just had to make a decision between where I was going to spend my weekends, if it was going to be at home with my family or, or out. And I did it out for six, seven years. And then I've kind of decided to. yeah, shift my, my weekends and evenings to a different priority now. So I think focusing on product work is, um, really fulfilling for me and it, it helps me with like work-life boundaries because I mean, we all need those, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Boundaries are so important and it's so cool just with photography, all the different ways that it can go. Um Yeah. <laughs> And you've shared a little bit, too, about uh, that you have type 1 diabetes and um, kind of what life is like a little bit with having a chronic illness and having diabetes. How have you been learning to navigate that? What's that been like for you?
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) something new every day, Um, but I actually have um, two chronic illnesses Um, And then a third diagnosis as well that kind of falls into a different category. Um, Yeah, they all contribute greatly to, um, like, my lifestyle and the decisions I'm making every day. And um, in addition to type 1, I also have have, um, Hashimoto's disease, which is a thyroid um, autoimmune disease. Um, And so for me, um, I didn't have... I guess it was more like the the type one diagnosis hit and it threw my world upside down. And then I got into a really good rhythm with that. And, and you can be in a good rhythm and you can feel on your feet and it'll knock you down some days. But then um, I think figuring out uh, when the other two diagnoses have kind of come in and added themselves to the picture, it just gets more and more complicated. And I think, yeah, adding in the complexity, type one always takes up the most room in my headspace, but having the added, like, it's not just one, but there's three things I'm always thinking about. Um, yeah, you just have to fight for your headspace. I mean, it's like, I can be, you know, you have your really good days and, and those are awesome and fun. And then they, they don't last longer than 24 hours. And then you have bad days for no reason. And, and not letting that get under your skin. Um, I mean, I'm so, I'm not good at that. It definitely can bother me, but, um, yeah, just trying to keep a good headspace and then having people around me that are really supportive. Um, my, my parents were there, uh, right in the thick of it when I got my type one diagnosis and them and my whole family are really supportive. Um, and then my now husband is extremely encouraging and helps me with so much. I, don't, I almost don't know how I did it on my own before. Um, he's just such a great support system. And so I think, when I think about the things that get me down or the things I feel fed up with, it's like, I, I mean, to know that I get a new day every morning and it is outside of my control, but I can be hopeful that it'll be a good day. And then to have people beside me regardless is the best way I can cope. If you, I almost don't like that word. Cause it's like, it's, it is just my life. So I don't want to just pretend to pretend to like it, but um but it can be hard some days, but I have a lot better. I have a lot more good days than I do bad ones, so that's always encouraging to me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I found um, because I have a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, and I have sort of a mm-hmm. chronic back injury that I've been dealing with. And just having support and all, like I don't have family out here, but having people that are like family and yeah, um, and so helpful and just focusing kind of on on the good things has been just amazing. So I can definitely relate to that. Yes. Will you share a little bit about how your creativity has been influenced by some of the obstacles that you've faced and some of the things that you've been going through? Yeah, I think,
1: I don't think I could have told you like right when any of my diagnoses hit initially that they would impact literally every aspect of my life, but they have um, made their way into like every part of who I am, um, like it or not. (laughs) And Um, I think only recently have I really seen or been able to see the, like, um, the size of the impact that I think they've had on my life, especially my work and working in a creative field. I think I felt, um, I felt everything from like pressure to be better than I, you know, or feel like I wasn't enough, um, and feel like I had to perform better or outperform my previous self. I felt that to feeling on top of the world creatively. Um, And I think that the the gift I find most sweet that's come out of it is I've realized that like I have a perspective on something. um, And that perspective most often just encourages myself. (laughs) Um, But when I'm able to uh, see the big picture, but then realize all the small pieces that kind of go into to making that picture what it is. Um, I think that that's something that I see in my creativity from my experience is just um, the big picture is important, uh, but you can't look past everything that that makes it up. And so I love the small moments, I think is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, and I think I love them more uh, because I've had the experiences that i've had and walked through especially with my health and um kind of going back to the previous question is just like that's where you know looking at a small part of a hard day that was really good you know that's still kind of it's hard to let that outshine all the hard parts but it's still there too and it's kind of a choice so i think that's something i carry over into my work uh both personally and professionally but It's uh, imperfect. It doesn't happen every time, but I wish it happened more often.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I actually was talking to a friend recently and he was saying, wow, I've noticed you just find so much joy in the small things. And I was like, you know, that's true. Like you gotta, when you deal with this kind of stuff, you just learn to really find joy in the little things and the little things aren't so little anymore. And it just, (laughs) they they kind of make all the difference, don't they?
1: Yeah, they truly do. And, uh, I think you have to fight for them and champion them when they come along. Uh, but you have to be looking for them too, or, or you won't get the chance to celebrate them. Um, if, if everything else is too big in your lens, So I think really honing in and keeping the big picture in mind cause it's valuable, but not losing sight of the little things along the way has really, really helped me.
0: Yeah, and why is it important to you to share your story and to share your gifts with the rest of the world? I think it, I found such a joy
1: in in sharing. Um, it's super cathartic for me, so there's just a lot of, like, personal, like, it's therapeutic, it gets it out of my system, that's been really great, um, and there's been a lot of times that I feel uh, pretty unworthy of sharing anything. Um and again, those people, same people have surrounded me and, and encouraged me to be open and, and brave regarding, you know, vulnerability or, or something I've walked through firsthand. um, I think in my hardest times of life, um, I've been most encouraged by like reading or listening to other people's stories of overcoming something or, um, yeah, even not overcoming something and living through the hardship, or, or grieving a loss, um, and feeling and feeling that you know you don't always feel on top of the world, and, for me, uh, I realize that not my you know might not be everybody's preferred vessel of, uh, encouragement, but, um, <laughs> speaking and writing happened to be cathartic for me, and, uh, and taking in other people's stories. That way has impacted me. And so uh, when I start to write, um, it kind of just comes out. And if I hope it can encourage one person, um, then that would be all I can ask for. Uh, Because I think I've been on the receiving end of hearing someone speak or reading something and left greatly encouraged. And, you know, if I was one person that that person touched, then my life's better for it. So if I can do that for someone else, then then that would be what I would hope to do. So I just try not to keep it all in because I don't want to withhold that, you know, if that's out there, then, um, and if my words can be used that way, then that would be ideal. So, uh, it's not really my story to tell at the end of the day. Anyway, I don't think. And, um, yeah, I don't know if someone can be impacted, then that's great.
0: (laughs) I've, definitely found it really helpful to hear other people's stories. And it's amazing just the way that people will open up when, when you're vulnerable and, and then other people are like, wow, I can relate to that. That's that's awesome. It can be really encouraging.
1: Yeah, I think you realize so quickly how you're not alone in something and um, isolation just lurks with like every insecurity or, or, you know, even on other scales of like, yeah, you have a health problem or um, whatever it might be for any individual it's like isolation is just so tempting but um when you realize that you're not really in it alone I think it just it takes a weight off it doesn't make the problem go away but it makes it feel a little bit less of a burden to bear I think so I and I like I said I've greatly benefited from feeling like I wasn't alone and so if other people can hear the news that they're not alone either then so be it and that is what I want
0: to do definitely makes it more bearable and and easier to get through the hard times knowing that (laughs) absolutely and kind of going back to the photography um, I've seen that you offer photography mentorships and that mentoring uh, people is really important to you can you tell us a little bit about those and what mentorship sort of means to you
1: yeah, going back to uh, when I first got started in photography, um, I mentioned that I had some guidance from my boss at the time, and he he was. He was just really an encouragement, and even when I didn't know, uh, well, it seems like I didn't know anything, um, and even when a few years later I still felt like I didn't know anything, um, he just encouraged me in my growth and um, gave me tools to be better every day and would encourage me. Um, and I think that that coupled with the experience I had uh, working at his company. Um, I mean, to say that it shaped my photography experience, it does not do it justice. So I think for me, um, I was believed in and I want to return the favor. Um, and so with my mentorships, um, it was a really, it was a dream I had a couple of years ago kind of came about in 2018 for the first time Um, but I just kind of realized that I have um, you know with the skill set of photography it's like okay well I can keep doing photography and and I can also pass the torch a little bit of like I want if other people you know want to be doing this full-time then I think that they should and I think that they can and I had someone help me get on my feet and then push me off the cliff so I could fly and I want to do that for other people too. So I offer, um, you know, if someone wants to just dive right in and they, they just got a camera and they don't even know how to use it <laughs> and they want to be a photographer, I can start with you at square one, or we can work on, you know, if someone's like, Hey, I just want to help with posing and this is the type of work I'm looking to do, or I just want help with editing or whatever. Um, obviously not everybody is starting right from square one when they come to me. So we can do, all sorts of different things. I'll either, yeah, you know, start at bottom of the line with you and work through all the concepts, or if you want to just work on um, one area of growth in particular, then we can do that too. So it's been a really fun way for me to, yeah, still use my skill set and um, and yeah, so it's sort of passing the torch. I mean, I'm still in the game, but I um, I just love to. I think if people want to be doing photography, then they should be doing it, and if they want tools to do that, then I'd love to be a resource. And I think, um, people can flourish if they have, uh, they you know, being guided in the right direction and somebody did that for me and it made all the difference. So that is my goal with all of it. And it's been really fun for me. I think I've done it always in conjunction with my full-time job. And so, um, I'm actually, now that I'm Pursuing a photography career uh, with my own business, I hope to incorporate a little bit more of it than I've been able to do before. Um, maybe have you know more mentorships, um, just because my time isn't split the same way it was with my last job. So hopefully, I can work them in a little bit more and and still do my photography too. So that's the new goal.
0: That's so great, and it's definitely great having someone believe in you and having someone to yeah just pass that baton and encourage people I think goes such a long way in, in building other people up.
1: Yeah I mean yeah it's uh, changed my life so again kind of comes back to that I'm starting to hear a little bit of theme in my <laughs> in myself but um, yeah I want to do that
0: for other people too. Thank you so much Shay for joining us on this episode of Irrepressible and thank you to everyone who tuned in. To connect with Shay or learn more about her photography and mentorships check out the show notes. You can find Irrepressible on Instagram, my website, and on various podcast platforms. If you enjoyed listening I would love to have you subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. I look forward to having you join us next time on Irrepressible.